We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're, you're tuned in to Starstruck, Starstruck, where the stars align. Now here's your host, Psychic Wayne. Uh, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align and where we talk about all things astrology. Man, I'm out here in this heat wave in L.A. trying to keep cool, I tell you. But... um. <laughs> Uh, I brought my guests, my what I call the Donald Trump team, because they're here in the <laughs> U.S. with me. <laughs> uh, I got Jordan. Hey, Jordan, how you doing? Hi, doing good. Cool, cool. What's up, Jason? I'm good, I'm good. How you doing? I'm hanging in here, just a little warm. And I want to also remind everybody, you listen to Dash App Radio, and you can come here uh, on a daily basis and get your coronavirus update. And we are doing social distancing. So if you hear some noises that aren't familiar to you or that you should not be hearing doing a radio broadcast, forgive us because we're all at our homes practicing uh, social distancing. Oh, okay, man, this has been a rough week for me, as, as y'all can kind of tell. I'm a little bit out of it, <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to hang in here and stay cool. So um, I think we wanted to start today uh, talking about um, just kind of what kind of update we can find on the coronavirus. Um, a lot of schools are opening in in Atlanta, right, Jason? Yeah, they're open, most of them. Yep. I'm, I'm having a real problem with that. Yeah, so supposedly it's like um, children have a choice or parents have a choice whether they send their kids to school or, or, or doing it online. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, a lot of kids are going to school, so. I, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> and, and Jordan, I know that you wouldn't be about it. If we were parents, our kids would be home. Well, mine would be home yeah. watching Sesame Street. You'd probably be actually working with you. <laughs> what to do. <laughs> I'd be trying to homeschool it. I don't know how successful I'd be. Right. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, they're going back, and then I guess there was a school in um, North uh, College, actually, university in North Carolina that opened, and then like a week later, there were so many outbreaks that they had to close down and go back online. There was a high school in Georgia that did the same thing. And you know, you know what? I looked at you guys. I looked at the transiting planet in Capricorn. You know, they're kind of mm -hmm. responsible for this. Yeah. Um, transiting Jupiter is at like. Nine, 18 or 19 okay 18. right and transiting pluto is at 22 capricorn now why is that significant it's significant because back in april the two of them were at the same degree okay <laughs> then they they parted ways a little bit and then they came back and they came to the same degree again in june like june 30th right mm -hmm. i believe so yeah Right. And, and and the reason I'm saying this is because even though the infection rate uh, isn't way down, they are saying that, you know, it's, it's a little bit down. Like um, I had some numbers here, like last week, uh, it's 11 percent down from last week, which I, okay. I guess is good. But but the death toll is still. Rolling. Well, and how will that play out once Jupiter goes direct and starts moving back? closer to Pluto. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think right. we may have an, a bigger increase because each time it did, uh, that's what happened. In April, when we woke up that morning after it happened, we had the biggest number of deaths or whatever, or infections or whatever. And then June, the same thing happened. Mm -hmm. 
So I assume that in November, which will be the last past of Jupiter conjunct Pluto, and when we say conjunction, listeners, it means that in the sky, the planets are right next to each other. And in this case, they're going to be at the same degree. They've been kind of hovering around the same degree for months now. But when they hit that exact degree at the same time, which is 22 degrees, that's when we've seen an, an increase of infections and all of that stuff. Yeah. And both Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn will be direct then. So yeah. that can be a sudden change right there. When Jupiter and Pluto hit, suddenly things can change. Right. The only thing that concerns me about that is that Saturn has to go again over the 29th degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the 29th degree, uh, listeners, is the is like the strongest degree of a sign. And Saturn, uh, it hit that degree already. And now it's at 26 degrees and it's going to come back and hit 29 degrees before it goes into Aquarius. So maybe we're winding down, but we still got some more hits to go. What do you think? Yeah, and when the Jupiter and Pluto meet, the sun will be in Scorpio. We know what that means. <laughs> Do we know when the, when they meet? Do we know the date? I can't remember. It looks uh, like nope. we're on November 12th-ish. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be an intense holiday season, you guys. Oh, to say the least. Just think about the election uh, period that's coming up. Mm-hmm. The exact day will be the 7th, actually, of November Oh, wow. No, oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know what? That's really significant because Election Day is the third. And if they don't meet the, the, 22, the 22nd degree until the seventh, that means they're definitely within range on Election Day. Can't nobody be standing in line with this going on. Right. And I wonder if that will have any sort of, you know, if, if more people are forced to, that might be part of the reason or part of the you know, issue. What do you mean? Like part of the reason well, because it, 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 again? he's trying to force everybody to have to go out to vote. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, right. we've got, if we've got these large groups of people just gathering because right. they feel that they have to, obviously that's going to have a detrimental effect. Yes. Well, it isn't. I mean, a whole, <laughs> a whole lot of people aren't um, wearing masks and they're partying and, and all this kind of stuff. I saw a video from some school in college in Georgia where there's a big crowd of people just partying. Did you guys see that? No. Mm. You didn't see it, Jason? It's your, it's uh, your, it's your state. Yeah. I'm, okay. yeah. It's <laughs> okay. your state, man. <laughs> Come on now. You are, you are my Georgia um, news bringer. I'm going to need you to do better. Okay. <laughs> oh, and re- remember the, the biking thing in uh, Sturgis, mm. South Dakota? Mm-hmm. Remember that? And uh, I think they were expecting 250,000 people, and I think over 400 showed up. Wow. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's setting the stage for November. <laughs> it's going to be mm-hmm. a long time before COVID is gone, folks. Yeah. And they came from all over the country. So, you know, in case they did get infected, of course, they're going to take that, you know, wherever they came from. Right. And they were already putting out some notice that one of the servers at one of the bars there uh, was positive. I'm, oh, like, I'm really? sure he. I'm sure he wasn't the only one out of all of that crowd going on. 
You know, it's weird though, because I've heard situations of the virus before where it's like the same people are in the same vicinity, one's infected and one's not. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to say, but I don't, I don't really get, well, I don't think any of us really get how it, it's really working right now still. No, I don't know. I mean, and I'm sure at some point, you know, we've all been around somebody with it, but I, I wear a mask and I'm noticing more and more in the building I live in. Like it's four or five people on the elevator without a mask. I won't even get on, or when they get on, I get off, and it's not even my floor. I wouldn't get on an elevator. I'm about to get one of those face shields. (laughs) (laughs) Full body armor. (laughs) Right. Yeah, the hazmat suits, like the astronauts wear, whatever. So, yeah. Um, Man, this is a whole lot going on. But what about the vaccine for? Um, from Russia. Um, According to them, you know, they've definitely given it to people and they're saying nothing has happened bad yet. Nobody has died yet. But the experts here are definitely saying, hey, don't take it or, you know, we're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. But luckily, the the companies here, uh, Moderna and Pfizer, they are about to uh, get like 60,000 people and start giving them um, clinical oh, wow. or whatever. No, nope, I'm not on that list. Sorry. <laughs> 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 we, need to, we need to stay safe to bring you the astrological updates. <laughs> there you go. So now we can't be guinea pigs and that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, and I wouldn't, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry to say, I don't know if I really trust that coming from Russia. I mean, I mean, we, we, well, according to the scientists or researchers here, they're saying that it's not safe and that they've skipped steps, Mm -hmm. you know? Mars and Aries, you know, rushing, being impatient. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, well, look, Mars, Mars and Aries is also square, that Capricorn stuff, all of the Jupiter, Pluto is within range anyway, of right. uh, all of that stuff. Mm. Mm, not not good. And it's mm. coming back. It's about to go backwards. <sighs> yes, it is. When does when does March, uh, March, <laughs> Mars go retrograde? Does it go <laughs> like the beginning of September, I think? Like the 8th I want to say 9th? September 9th. Let's look. Right. I think it's March. Uh, uh, not March. I was almost in March too. September yeah. 9th, I believe. Yeah. And and uh, listeners, you know, I know you guys know about Mercury retrograde, but when Mars goes retrograde, we're dealing with a whole different set of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because Mercury rules communication. Mars rules violence. It rules fire. Um, you know, those are the, the, the heavier parts of it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of fire... You know, have you been smelling smoke, Jordan, out there? Where you I live haven't. Not, not yet. I smell it on and off. And maybe I'm just crazy. Because the fires aren't really near us right now. But uh, they're in Northern California. It's like 27 fires going on right now, you guys. Right, yeah. Uh, fire season is already <laughs> kicking off. And with, a, you know, making a bold, bold statement... Well, you know, Mars started making a bold statement when we heard all those firecrackers for all those weeks. <laughs> oh my God! I know. <laughs> it was like I'm coming, I'm coming, <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it finally got here. And um, yeah, we 
fire season, when I first moved to California 20 plus years ago, when I was five, um, literally fire season started in like, I don't know, September, October. But now it starts in June and July. That's when you were five? Yes. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I was in my Honda with my, you know, I had the little phone books just so I could see where I was driving. Yep. I, I, I was. I, well, I just like to hum- entertain you guys. Go ahead. What <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, the other thing, too, is I, I had mentioned, like, Gavin Newsom was saying that there was, what was it, uh, 10,849 lightning strikes in the past 72 hours. Wow. Did you see any of that? I haven't seen that. I have not, but I'm, I'm wondering if it's northern, probably. Hmm. I definitely saw a lot of lightning yesterday and a fire. There's a, there was a big fire in Atlanta yesterday. Wow. Over, uh, families lost their homes and a few businesses that got burned. It was pretty crazy. What part of town? Uh, Buckhead. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you normally get fires in uh, Georgia like that? No, but it was like a big, like, um, you know, multifamily um, apartment complex, you know, so, oh, so and it, hit it, and it ended up spilling onto a few businesses out there. Man. Well, you know, that, that definitely is Mars and Aries for us here in California, especially Los Angeles with those three planets in Aries. Um, it, it's not going to be fun, you know, to say the least. Yeah, and then the power outages too, Wayne. Were you experiencing those? I haven't. I'm, I've never have. I never have, um, Jason, I don't know, well, I'm sure they don't do it in Atlanta, but um, they have what's called rolling blackouts. Is that mm-hmm. more, do you think that's more Saturn? Well, I yeah. know, I was, I was wondering how much, well, because I was thinking it was during this record-breaking heat that we're having. Saturday, they had a huge power outage, mm-hmm. and um, I was part of that, lucky me, and so I'm, we were just in here frying me and my cat. How long, how long <laughs> were your lights out? for 12 hours are you serious Mm. oh wow okay uh listeners what in california um they have what's called the rolling blackouts and what it is is that the everybody's using the air so much because it's we're in a heat wave that it can overload it so they have to kind of break it down and turn it off in certain places so it won't overload and i've never had that done jason you got air conditioning Oh yeah, you need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily you don't. You won't have to deal with any rolling blackouts. I don't know. Maybe at some point we will. Uh, I will. Hmm? I said that's ridiculous. I'm surprised by that. Well, I mean, they they have to do it in order to you know because the whole grid will go down and then none of us will have air. Right. Or whatever, well, know? that that's more of like you'll be without it for an hour, right, or something like that. And they're like they know it's coming, but this was more like we didn't know they couldn't get it back on. Uh, no, I think some of those blackouts last for hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they do. They, they. I've heard them last up to two days. Mm. Time to invest in those spray water bottle fans. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, when Saturn goes into Aquarius, we'll come up with some technology so you guys don't have to have those blackouts. Well, there you go. I mean, and they say that the the technology for this is is antiquated, it's old, so mm. it hasn't been able to keep up. But as we do know, that Saturn going into uh, to Aquarius is definitely going to bring a lot of new high tech stuff, you know. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, I, I thought I, I thought I'd be driving. I'm sorry, Jason. Go ahead. 
a whole other system of how we do things out here. Period. Well, yeah. I mean, when I was small watching the Jetsons, I thought by year 2000, we were going to be driving around like them. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> I watched the Jetsons too. <laughs> right. So, but that didn't happen. Oh, you guys, you hear about my, my buddy, Dr. Fauci. And they talked. You heard about him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to have a polyp removed from his throat because he was wow. talking so much. Poor, Poor guy. guy. Yeah. Oh, we said it together. Poor guy. <laughs> well, we're but, birthday twins, so. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, he did all all he did, you know, for the country in the news conference and try to, you know, at least be honest with us and calm us. Um, Donald Trump just has no use for him anymore. He, he grew that polyp when Donald Trump came into his life. He's trying to remove <laughs> it. <laughs> right. Well, you know, so his voice you know, always was scratchy, though. I noticed that. What did you say, Jason? Is he, all, is he going to be able to talk after that? Well, he'll be able to talk, yeah. But, you know, according to him, it's just a little aggravated. You know, he's mm-hmm. probably downplaying it. But mm-hmm. having something removed from your throat is, you know, that's not fun. And mm-hmm. he's, what, 80? So, yeah. Uh, speaking of, I guess, the new age um, coming up, Uber and Lyft. We're supposed to find out today. Um, well, I I haven't heard yet whether or not they're going to suspend services here in California. Ooh, why why are they doing that for it? Well, because, um, (laughs) the uh, people that were working for them, and and let me make the long story short, the people that were the drivers or whatever, they wanted to be employees. They wanted to get the benefits and all that stuff. And Uber and Lyft was saying, look, you know, you guys are, uh, independent contractors. We can't do that. But, you know, they they filed and then a, a new law was brought called AB5, I think. Yeah, AB5. That says that they have to be treated as um, employees. So and I haven't heard yet if, because I think last night, Thursday night at midnight, they were going to, you know, shut down all Uber and Lyft driving here wow. in uh, California. So. Hmm. I got to check that out and see what happened. That's very Saturnian too. Yeah. I wonder what that means for life if, if that service goes away. Right. Oh, are you kidding? Look, my thought is I don't think it's going to go away forever. It can't. California is like the moneymaker for them. They're going to have to come to some kind of agreement. But I'll give you guys a little history here. I'm sorry. All of a sudden it came very loud. Um, most big cities have like subways or trains that go to the airport and you notice here we don't you notice Mm. that um jordan yeah you know why no (laughs) i found out why is that back when they were building the airport and all that it was a lot of corruption in the city and the people paid them off that were associated with the taxi drivers Ah. so we ended up not getting a train rail to the to the airport and it was you know, it was rooted in the fact that the taxi drivers didn't want us to do that because of more business for them. So mm. everything comes back to money, doesn't it? <laughs> all the time, all the time, all the time. <laughs> um, you know, you guys, we wanted to talk today about opposite signs. Mm. You know, um, listeners, when I say opposite sign or your opposite zodiac sign on the zodiac wheel. 
uh, the sign that's 180 degrees away from you is your opposite sign. And I guess when people hear that, they figure it's going to be um, something negative because you hear opposite means you're, you're completely different from each other. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, mm-hmm. one of the ways I've always seen it is like your opposite sign is, yeah, it's different from you or it's opposite, but you guys are one and the same. You're just approaching the same thing in mm-hmm. a different way. Uh, and you're going for, you want the same things. Yeah. Kind right. Of? Yeah. And it's yeah, opposite signs would be an opportunity to find perfect balance, okay? Um, because the opposite sign has everything that you need to find better balance in your life. Um, so when these two come together and they find that balance, the relationship can really grow um, because they complement each other so well. Right. Yeah, they kind of have what, what each other needs, you know? Right. Like, like one of the things, like with Aries and Libra, for example, being opposites, um, mm-hmm. like Aries is, is about, you know, personal interests and, and their focus is more there as to where Libra's is more shared interests and others, mm-hmm. sometimes at the expense of themselves, right? So it's like Aries can kind of teach them, oh, remember yourself. And then Libra can kind of teach Aries, well, remember others, you know? Interesting. Yeah. In this lifetime for me, because I have Libra, Mars and Libra in my first house. And of course, the opposite house of that is the seven, 180 degrees, uh, which is Aries. Mars is an opposite sign in Libra. Yes, it's debilitated. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, something about this lifetime is, you know, about me having to learn about others instead of mm. it being all about myself. Mm. Imagine that. Mm. Imagine that. Being born Leo. <laughs> and it's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> Who said? <laughs> Having a Libra rising is karmically going to make your life about other people. Like no matter what, you're going to have to deal with other people, even though you may not always want to. Right. That's a very good observation. And that's, that's very true for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think also the thing that I see in the opposite signs is that generally that person that's the opposite sign from you, if you're in a relationship, friendship or whatever, you kind of see things in yourself that you deny. And that's mm-hmm. weird how that kind of comes off because you, do you follow me? Am I making sense? Yeah, sense? no, that like makes you sense kind of point to me. out where you're kind of like, you know, really different, but you kind of want to be like that. You know, I'm a Pisces, so sometimes a Virgo would make me feel like, man, they're just like so analytical. It's like annoying. But then I look at myself and I'm like, man, I should be more analytical. You know I mean? <laughs> exactly. That's that's exactly my point. Thank you, Jason. Like I could use some of that organization and rules making. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, yes, that, but also what you said, Wayne, which I think was a little more like. You know, when you're with a partner, when you're close with somebody, it's like you see, you'll see that they're a mirror. So sometimes there's things that we suppress or we deny, we see in them because it's like a reflection. And usually those are the things, not always, but usually those are the things that we're kind of like agitated with or agitated by because it's an aspect of ourselves that we haven't come to terms with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or what's the knowledge? And of right. course, the opposite sign is going to show you 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. He's going to tell that Virgo, hey, just like relax, look outside the box. It's okay to try something new. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So what what about this though? This is more sun sign based, obviously. Mm-hmm. For the, the listeners, you know, it, when we when I say real astrology, real astrology encompasses all of the planets and you know, how however the planets were aspecting when you were born. Aspecting meaning where they were and the, whatever planet it was talking to or whatever. But when we talk about sun sign, opposite signs and that kind of thing, you know, the sun is only a part of so it's an important part, but it's still right. only a part, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. All the other planets definitely play a huge role. Right. And, I mean, you couldn't, we can't do it without the sun, but, you know, it's still... The certain oppositions will show attraction. I mean, it's, the opposition, oppositions are, is attraction because they're looking right at each other. So if you, if you guys have oppositions in Venus, there's a good chance you guys are going to be attracted to each other. Or in Mars... Pluto, mm-hmm. so it kind of works like a magnet, right? In in the right, yeah. Or so almost like a, two people going in a direction and they're just like hitting each other, like they're forced to meet almost. Uh, okay, y'all are smart. Okay. Now let me throw this out there to you, Wayne. Um, uh-huh. I told Jordan about this before. Have you ever heard of opposite signs, but through the planets? For example, Mercury rules both Gemini and Virgo, so they would be the opposite signs of, of the two Mercury planets. Jupiter would be Pisces and Sagittarius. Have you ever heard that before? Mm-mm, I haven't. Tell me, yeah. tell me more. Well, basically, like, so we have uh, Jupiter being Pisces and Sag, right? Mm-hmm. Sagittarius would be the fire. Pisces would be the waters. Sagittarius would be the yang energy of Jupiter, the outspoken one, the, the passionate one, the, the one that wants to teach the knowledge. Okay. And then Pisces would be the yin, the yang, or the or the inner, and it wants to uh, meditate and introspection. But they're both doing Jupiter stuff. You get it, right? And with Virgo and Gemini, uh, Gemini is going to be more outspoken. Virgo is going to be more okay, working behind the scenes, focusing on the details. While the Gemini goes out and makes the deals. Um, so all the signs have opposites. Now, what's interesting is the Moon and the Sun are the only two planets that only rule one sign. So Cancer and Leo mm-hmm. would almost be opposites when you look at it in that sense. How do, you say, how, how do you how do you say Cancer and Libras are opposites? Cancer, yeah. cancer and Lib- Libra, or, or Leo, okay? Because oh, sorry, yeah, Can- Cancer and Leo. The sun only rules Leo, mm-hmm. and the moon only rules Cancer. Okay, okay. But those are the only two planets that do that, you see? And then, of course, the moon would be the end, Cancer, mm-hmm. and the Sun would be the end, Leo. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting way to look at it. I've never like spent time doing it like that, but it's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. I never even looked at it that way. It's very interesting, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Jordan, I know your opposite sign is Aquarius, and your opposite sun sign is Virgo, right, Jason? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, what I have noticed, uh, and this probably didn't have a lot to do with oppositions or being opposite, is that when, since I'm a Leo, I'm a Leo sun. So when the sun is in either Taurus, Aquarius, or Scorpio, um, and it's, it, it's within range of either opposition of my sun or square my sun, something 
crazy happens. And that's a very quick transit. The sun moves in like a day. You know, mm-hmm. I can remember on a couple of days when the transiting sun was square my sun ever since maybe about three or four years ago. I'm very careful on that day. I dropped a brand new phone and cracked it. I bumped into this lady's car oh. one time. So <laughs> I'm very careful on those days, you know, mm-hmm. so like wait, I said, only the last couple of days. You're referring to the exact, the exact aspect, but are you not giving this, the transits an orb? I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Within, well, the orb I give them is within the five. Yes. Okay. But I know you, you give more. <laughs> <laughs> You're lenient. I'm stingy. <laughs> <laughs> You know? I've noticed, but I have a ton of Pisces energy, but I've noticed when the sun's in Virgo, I tend to meet more people because that's like the seventh house of my sun sign and my moon sign and my north node and my Mercury. So oh, there's, yeah. there tends to be more communication or I might meet more people when it's in the opposite sign. Right. You got all, your, your, your Pisces is loaded. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, your time's yeah. coming up. Virgo season's about here. <laughs> I know. So we had our time, huh, Jordan? Um, yeah, our birthdays were, was it last week? Look, it's already a blur. I don't know. <laughs> it was last week, right? Did you do anything for your birthday? Um, I just went to the beach with a couple of, two of my girlfriends, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had another friend take me out to dinner, so that was quite nice. Um, okay. It was good. It was a good week. I milked the whole month, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Okay. I wasn't going to do anything. I was like, I'm just going to stay home. But my friends were like, no, come on. So I actually did go to dinner twice. Yeah. <sighs> I was like, yeah. yeah, he's back to his Leo roots. <laughs> a, l- a little bit, a little bit. You know, I'm all looking around and, and the server kind of had his his mask a little. I'm like, hey, put that mask on now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, while I got mine off eating, you know. <laughs> Uh, all right. So what else about the opposite signs? I mean, for me, um, the way my my son, like obviously I was born with the son in Leo. And it's a little weird because my son in Leo is in the 11th house. And I was also my opposite. Opposite sign of Leo is Aquarius. And I have Saturn in Aquarius. Ooh. Yeah. But... What am I going to do? Change, change birth is it, is it Is it within range to actually oppose your son? Is Saturn Absolutely. Opposing? It's within one degree. Ooh. Wow. Oh, wait a minute, Jason. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. The good news about that is that um, my son is at 18. My uh, Saturn is at 19. But my Jupiter is at 19 Aries. So it's making an aspect to both of those planets. You know? well, that's good. Yeah, while, while Jason over there spooking everybody. <laughs> what's, oh what's cool about that too is Leo's at home and Saturn's at home. So they're both like really strong um, yeah. with like who they are, their identity. Um, and if they meet, this could show a person who could have great discipline, could be very unique, um, very good at expression um, and building whatever they're trying to build. So yeah, like, especially with the aspect with Jupiter. That can be very beautiful. Right. And then also, is, you know, I'm, I'm a little bossy. I'm not, I love kids, but I'm not patient with them and I'm not real great with them. Not, not at this age. I mean, I used to keep my nephews and stuff, but that was hard. When I look back, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. What kind of, um, what's, what's, okay, we're still talking about opposite signs. So, what is, what degree is your son, Jason? 
It's 26 degrees Pisces. Oh, okay. That's, there's a saying about uh, having like your sun or any planets in late degrees. I don't have any in late degrees. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, things about that. I'm curious. Yeah, that you, you've already learned a lot about that lesson. So the next life you're going to be in, the, your, that planet is going to be in the next sign. Right. So the, the highest sign I have, the highest number, the highest degree, I've got to get together over here, is 19. So oh, interesting. I'm probably a younger soul than I think. That's why I don't know how, how old I am, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My, yeah, I only have one planet in the higher degrees, actually, now that you're saying that. It's Jupiter. It's like 24 degrees. Cancer. You're exalted in Cancer, right? Yeah. That's the oh. only one. Everything else is pretty much early degrees or, or mid. Okay. Ah, that's mm-hmm. Well, okay. And one of the things about uh, like the Virgo Pisces, which again, those are the opposite signs. Um, Pisces, I mean, I'm sorry, Virgo is, is very, like one of the things they can learn from Pisces is, is kind of like how to let go of all the little tiny petty nitpicking details, right? Mm-hmm. And even though they're great with the details and that's wonderful, but Pisces can kind of help them, I don't know, broaden their their perspective, have a little more compassion um, and just not be so petty about certain things, which is a tendency, right? Mm-hmm. And then Virgo can kind of teach Pisces um, how to be more aware of the environment, like, cause Virgo's more focused on the, the physical as to where Pisces is more focused on the, the spiritual, right? The meditation and all of that as to where Virgo would be concerned with maybe diet and health and Pisces would be concerned with, are you meditating? You know? <laughs> right. Uh-oh. What I find with Virgo and Pisces is like Virgos, they tend to overthink things and not do things because they're trying to make sure it's perfect first. Yes. And kind of lack. <laughs> that like spiritual faith or just knowing or just like trusting the universe. And I think that's the biggest thing Pisces can get Virgos to do is kind of just like let go of the need to know exactly how everything's going to play out and just go for it or just take that chance or think outside the box or realize there are other ways to figure out a solution to things, even though it's not like directly in front of you. Right. That's an interesting one. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because I know a lot of people, like if I put up something about opposite signs or whatever, they go like, oh, I thought that that was supposed to be bad. So listeners, if you're listening, your your opposite sun sign is probably the better match for you, you know? Mm -hmm. But then it goes back to us, that's just the sun, but you can have, I mean, your sun could be... um, you know, square or whatever, but you have a great moon connection or, or Venus and Mars and all that stuff. So they count too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, you know, my focus goes automatically to someone's moon sign. Why is I, that? Am, I think because I'm moon and Scorpio. So I already automatically, I want to know the depth. I want to, I want to go deep. I want to <laughs> get to the core of the matter. You know right. What I mean? <laughs> You're so. always suspicious of folks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. What are they up to? <laughs> right. So let me try to find out. Because Jason, your your Pluto is in Scorpio, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And tw- tw- at 12 or 11 or something like that? That's 12, uh-huh. 
Okay, so it's right conjunct my Neptune. My Neptune is in Pisces. Yeah, and his. I mean, I'm sorry, in uh, Scorpio. My moon. So your Neptune and his Pluto are right on my moon. No wonder we love each other. Wow, I didn't realize your moon. Your moon is at twelve. Yeah. Scorpio. Wow. Well, there it is. I love that I have your guys' Neptune and Pluto right. We got all the power ones there too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, when it comes to this kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't even know that. See, <laughs> <laughs> Jason, do you have any air or fire? Well, I got the Libra rising. That would be my only air, and I don't have fire. The most I can say for fire would be my Sun, Cusping Aries, and then um, my Uranus is zero degrees Capricorn, so it's Cusping Sagittarius. Okay, and listeners, we're, we're, when I say, does he have any fire? Meaning, does he have any planets in fire signs? And the fire signs being Leo, Sag. And what's the third one? Aries. Aries, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and a fun fact. You guys heard of Earth, Wind, and Fire, right? Yes. Mm. Okay. Well, they got their name from astrology. Did you mm. know that? Oh, cool. Makes the, sense. Um, the, the producer leader of uh, Maurice White, he was into astrology. And in his natal chart, uh, he had... What did we miss? Okay, earth, wind, and fire. Earth, wind, fire. He had no water. Yeah, that's what it was. So he got it from there. Oh. So he had three of the four elements, and he was mm -hmm. missing one. So, mm. Interesting. I like that whenever I think about not having any fire, I always think about that I'm a dragon in Chinese astrology, and I feel a little bit better. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he spits fire. Right. Well, that is true. I think... Um, What's his name? Well, this is shameful. This is historic. I, you guys, I'm sorry. Um, South Africa, Mandela. Mm. There we go. Mm. Jesus. Oh, yeah. He had no mm. earth. Oh, wow. No earth in his chart. So, you know, for him to, to do what he did, he compensated for that, you know, to be as grounded as he was, to be as, you know, about the people as he was. Um, he compensated for it. Not even planets in Earth houses? Uh, I don't know about that, but he didn't have any planets in actual Earth signs. I wonder, I wonder, I always am curious if, you know, then, like, would, I wonder if he had to work harder at, you know, maintaining groundedness. Yeah, I think he did. I think that he did a lot that, um, you know, the le that lesson for him in this lifetime was probably, or in that, that lifetime, um, well, it was hard. You know, he even did jail time for craziness. So, like wow. a whole lot of years, it's crazy. Okay. Um, I also wanted to bring to you guys' attention about last night. Did you guys watch the Democratic um, National Convention? Yep, I, I saw some of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I certainly did. watched Barack. Right. I didn't even know he was going to be on there. So, what I did, I did a chart of the area in Milwaukee where, you know, where it's supposedly grounded or coming from. And the local Midheaven transiting Jupiter was conjunct. Ooh. Conjunct listeners mean transiting Jupiter is right on top of it. And Jupiter makes things big. And mm -hmm. obviously <laughs> that speech um, or whatever, Kamala's, wait, here we go. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala's chart. Um, I mean, her speech and Barack's speech definitely got under your president's skin. Ooh, 
<laughs> that comb over was blowing back. <laughs> Am I a bad person if that makes me happy? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Of course not. And you know, I keep getting this thing about, oh, do you think do you think Biden's really gonna win? <sighs> what do you guys think? I mean, as it comes closer. I mean, I'll, I'll be, you know, when I look and get a more of a feeling, but I feel like he and Kamala definitely have the ability to win. I just don't think that we can count Trump out because I think he's going to play dirty. I wouldn't count him out. I mean, all I got to see is uh, his North Node conjuncting his North Node around the election, and I know he'll do anything to win. Right. And, and especially in the 10th house, especially on top of his son. Like, this is an easy recipe for someone to do anything it takes to win. Well, yeah, as he's already done anything to <laughs> to keep it. And, you know, he he has to fight for this. For one thing, he just doesn't like to lose. For second, you know, once he gets out of office, they're going to come and get him. I mean, they're going to bring up a whole lot of stuff that he was able to block. So, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> I think that he probably does need to do what he can do to stay in office because it's not going to be a good time for him after that. No. Yeah, and I think that's why he's reacting this way. I mean, we obviously don't know the ins and outs of this per everybody's personal life, but to me, it, it's it's almost like paranoia. Like, it, and I feel it has to do with something else. Like, if he's not in office, he's you know, it has to do with money, of course, but right, something else, you know, and power, obviously. But well, that, that, I mean, he's power hungry, so all all of that that matters, you know. And you know yeah. now, um, transiting Neptune is still square his sun, square range of his sun and his uh, moon, and it's going to go retrograde and go back and square his uh, Uranus. And Uranus is the ruler of his sixth house. Hmm. So well, there may be some things going on with his health that that we aren't we don't know about. I mean, I've already felt felt that what you just said, but also I was kind of looking at his transits not too long ago just to try and make myself feel better and look for things for reasons <laughs> why he wouldn't be elected. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I haven't looked at uh, Biden's, so it's hard to say with Biden's. Have you guys? Uh, no, I, 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 not when it comes to health. I mean, Biden has all of that stuff in Scorpio. In I mean, the election, like in regards to. It, it looks it looks good. It looks good. It looks good. And you know what's what's odd is that I mean he's the main ticket, but it seems like Kamala is the main ticket, really. Yeah, she's still on the show for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure he doesn't mind, you no. know. And Trump is having his Jupiter square, and it's exact right now. So y'all think that this man has been acting crazy and saying some stuff? Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's, yeah. You know, because Jupiter square brings excess. And if we go by whole houses, uh, it rules. Uh, it's actually in his third house. Mm -hmm. So, no, it's no. Hmm? Go ahead, Jason. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh huh. His, his, his Jupiter's in Libra. So I'm sure we'll be hearing some some two more tweets and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to be saying a whole lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, he's already excessive and then having that transit will make it. Um, even more. And then what about the fact that all of that, all of those like Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn, and all of them, um, they're trying his midheaven. I got a problem with that because <laughs> that still means that he may win. Right. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to look for reasons why that is <laughs> not true right now. Hold, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, I feel. They'll be direct during the election. They'll be direct, won't they? Uh, they will be. Oh, that doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I really don't like to think about it, but hey, we got to think about it because can you imagine another four years with him? I personally cannot, but I do think I have, and and I and I'll, I'm not sure, obviously, but I kind of felt like it's highly likely that he will fight it and possibly drag it out and stay in office longer, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping that ultimately, you know, it 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 turns and he's kind of forced out. Right. I don't think there are any laws that he can use to stay in there unless he just won't leave. Because right. you know he he's a king. I, yeah, he so he thinks. <laughs> oh yeah, Mars, Mars on the ascendant in Leo is very kingly. Jeez. Yeah, especially his ascendant being at at the twenty ninth degree of Leo too. So, yeah. What did you think about uh, Michelle's uh, speech? Powerful. Very powerful. What did you say? Yeah. Huh? I didn't hear Jason. I said it was, a, it was a powerful speech. I mean, she's definitely um, gave us a lot of food for thought. Yeah, she absolutely did. And you know what's interesting to me is in, in her chart, even though we don't have her time, look at all, like her natal sun, Saturn is on her natal sun. To me, that that means that she really doesn't want to be out front with this, polit this political stuff, and she says right. that. But she's going to be required to, to to help this through. And then her coming up front is going to, you know, it's going to bring people to be talking stuff about her, especially the one in office now. Mm -hmm. And she don't really want to go through that, but you know, she has to, and that's what Saturn yeah. on her son is about. And I think the new moon too with Mercury um, was opposing her natal Saturn. Mm -hmm. When on on the now or on the day of the speech. Well, just the new moon in general. And and I don't know how much, you know, it, it came out, I think, the day of the new moon. Ah, okay. I believe. I, th I, believe, the, I believe her talk was Tuesday, which is the day of the new moon. Um, mm -hmm. Which definitely helps, right? Because she was super powerful in, in that, in that, in presenting her, her case or her, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. But, yeah, I think definitely that, too, probably weighs on her mentally a little bit i'm sure i mean saturn is is exact on her son right now uh and pluto pluto is 22 her son is at 26 degrees so that's only four degrees away so she's probably going through it <laughs> it's yeah it's gonna be intense i think it's probably intense for her but i will say what She's just so, I just find them to be so intelligent. I mean, she had me in tears. I'm like, that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Scorpio moon, kind of emotional. <laughs> right. You, so did you watch the whole thing, Jason? Yeah, I, I heard her speech. It was, um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like her. Of course, she, she's got the Pisces moon. So her mm -hmm. speech, you know, was touching. It gave people feeling. Um, but it was also very organized with that Capricorn energy she has. Um, right. And, you know, I have a stellium in Capricorn, so, like, I really like her energy. Um, so, yeah, I think she's, like, an awesome politician. 
or, or you know, ex-first lady or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I think I think someone like her is a good person to speak out because people are going to listen. Exactly. Uh, a lot of respect for her. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, you know, the thing about um, Kamala, I, I hate the fact that I have to think about it before I say her name. <laughs> I just should just call her what I've been calling her, Kamala. <laughs> that's easier no I think the way you just now said it was right Kamala oh she says it's Kamala yeah Kamala Kamala right. um I was gonna say that um with her she's getting a lot of flack from some black people you know even though the majority of us are, are celebrating her you know she went to an HBCU and all that great stuff um a lot of people are saying that she may not be black enough just because she's married to a white man. And that's not, that's not true, you know? Oh, goodness. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't even realize that was being said. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they are. They are. But, I mean, you're going to have people saying something anyway, you know, because she's so public now. Um, but, yeah. And, she, you know, she's very vocal about the fact that she's black. So I, I, I buy it. I believe her. You know? I mean, if her skin color is darker than, you know, white, you're definitely going to be in the same scenarios as a black person. So I don't right. know. Oh, point. you know, they, they even went and, and this is why I know we're using her right birth time. And <laughs> they put her um, birth certificate uh, online and they noticed that her mom, you know, when you go to the hospital, they ask you a race of your mom. The mom put Caucasian. Hmm. And the father who is, well, you know, the mom is from India, I guess. Um, and the father is black, but he didn't put black, he put Jamaican. So <laughs> people were saying that they, you know, they're trying to hide, well, you know, back in the 60s, I guess, do whatever they needed to do, but just I trying mean, to hide the fact that she nitpick. was black. They're going to nitpick everything right now with everybody yeah. who is up there in the spotlight. Me personally, I like her because of the way she speaks. I think she's right. very powerful. I, I can tell she's extremely strong and mm-hmm. she can hold her own. And I like that. Right. Well, she had to grow on me, honestly. I wasn't a fan in the beginning. Interesting. But I, I see her now. I see her light. And <laughs> I think that she could go toe to toe in a debate with Pence and Donald Trump at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she, they'd probably lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm a little concerned about um, Biden, you know, <laughs> Christelle, <laughs> my English um, partner, she says, Biden. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Are they going to debate he and Trump because it's be like grumpy and grumpier or something? I, I think sure. Biden will be fine. I mean, I kind of, he's kind of funny and he kind of, uh, he can be. And he'll probably just kind of blow it off. He, he's much nicer than, than Donald. I mean, Donald, you know, Donald, I'm sure, will resort to as much name calling as he can muster. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a totally different guy than Biden. I mean, yeah, <laughs> clearly. Um, oh, and you know what? Before we run out of time. So have you guys been keeping up with the R. Kelly situation? Yeah, I've been hearing about it. Yeah, well, you know, he's been uh, locked up for over a year now, I think. And they keep pushing his trial date back uh, because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, by the time they have his trial, all of those bad transits that kind of got, well, that kind of indicated him getting in in this big, big trouble, um, they're going to be over. But when I looked at his chart, (laughs) he's got a whole brand new set of problems. (laughs) 
you know, the top of the year, transiting Saturn is going to be conjunct his Venus. And mm. that that's a lot because, of course, transiting Saturn has to do with um, uh, karma uh, consequences. And, of course, Venus has to do with girls. And that's his right? issue. Right. Karma for your o overindulgence. Yeah. Right. Oh, because it's going to be opposite. Um, it's going to be opposite his Jupiter. And then Jupiter uh, rules legal matters. So, yeah, he's got he's got some problems. Yeah. So yeah, his people are definitely coming out for sure. Well, yeah, and I mean, we could probably hear all kind of uh, details once the trials start. You know, mm -hmm. so I don't know. I think that he still has his protectors or his defenders or whatever, and I guess he is innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> I guess. Are they going to be airing his trial like on on um, TV? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. You remember they should do that? They should, I used to love Court TV. You guys remember Court TV? Mm -hmm. Vaguely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, it wasn't that long ago now. I know about 90s. Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Court TV, it used to have like um, just these trials, interesting you know, trials. On. Sometimes it would be a little bit boring, but it all started back when OJ, back in 95, when uh, everybody wanted to watch that whole situation. Okay, you guys. Well, dang, we ran out of time already. I think we covered a lot. Um, this week was a little, a little dry with the, you know, with the pop culture celebrity stuff. But you know, we still made it interesting, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm surprised it was low with the well, Leo New Moon hit, so might get a little more active. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, we're about to hit um, Virgo season, so it's gonna be. Not as exciting or eventful as a Leo season typically. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, y'all gonna have to drag us off the uh, off the stage. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you definitely okay. have to drag me. I'm I'm stretching it to August thirty. <laughs> yeah, until uh, November. All right, <laughs> Jordan. If people want to get a hold of you, how do they do it? Uh, you can find me at jordanmacbeth.com, and that's. Uh, Jordan with an A and Macbeth with an A also, or on Instagram at Empress Jema. All right. And Jason, how do people get a hold of you? And you can find me at the Blue Moon of Neptune.com or the Blue Moon of Neptune on Instagram. All right. And you can find me, go to psychicwayne1.com and psychicwayne1.com. Uh, you can also follow me on uh, Instagram at PsychicWayne1 and go to Facebook and uh, follow me there, Psychic Wayne. You can get your daily, weekly, and monthly horoscopes. So until next week, um, you guys have a great weekend. Uh, thank you, Jason and Jordan, for always coming through and, and helping me thank shine you. and bring all this stuff to life in the astrology world. Mm -hmm. really appreciate that. Shout out to Zoe Williams. And uh, everybody have a good weekend. And you guys, tell them bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. You're tuned in to Starstruck, where the stars align.